Oh, yeah. It's episode 131, Lima Time Time. He is Patrick, back from the grave. Very, yeah, th- yeah, things took a, a, a dire turn yesterday. And uh, <laughs> I was taking a leave from absence from the show. I'm going to take some personal time. And lo and behold, I am back. So Back. Back from the dead like the 2020 baseball season. Yeah. It's going it, to... What's up? Are you excited about baseball? Not in the fucking slightest. <laughs> Thank you. I love it. I can't. I. I, I mean, okay. I, I take that. I, I. I'm excited to. I can't wait to watch. Later, we get to watch JV. We get to watch. I mean, I'm. Ex- yeah. So I guess yes. But like, I see all these fucking these people like fucking tweeting out. What a wonderful day it is! Fucking whistling to work. Oh, the sun's shining. It's Astros baseball. It's opening day, baby. I'm like, uh, it's, it's, is it Friday? We don't know what day it is. It might be. <laughs> like, you know what we all collectively had, like, why we're starting baseball on July 24th? Like, how, how is anything positive right now? I don't, I just don't understand. Yeah, and I, and, and I, the season could end, be over by Tuesday. So I don't, you know, I don't. <laughs> And maybe maybe that's part of it too. Is that like there's? I'm like I'm not trying to I'm not trying to get let down by anything that I can control. So I'm just going to control all my expectations across the board. And this applies to all facets of life. I'm not getting I'm not going to get pumped for this this Astros team that's going to be that's going to be very good, and that's going to be seemingly fun to watch. I'm not going to get excited for it because it's going to get taken away by some sort of fucking uh, ghost wasps are going to show up and. <laughs> Manslaughter, mans, manslaughter, yellow jackets and <laughs> rape ants. You know, <laughs> <laughs> rape ants. That's, yeah, that's you, you do not want to run. You don't want to run into them. That's a colony you don't want to mess with. Don't don't step on that. Don't step on that hill. If you if you know what I mean. <laughs> so yeah, so that's where I'm at. I mean, so are you feeling the same way? I mean, you're kind of you kind of have a you kind of have a pessimistic. You're kind of like a cynical kind of guy as it is already, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, the last four months have, have shown me, like, you expect the absolute worst out of every single person you encounter. And finally, um, you're correct about it. <laughs> finally, you're yeah. right about it, because that's you're correct, because everything's the worst. That's the only way to approach it, really. Um, but I mean, like, it's, I guess, like, I've been sort of, like, it just feels like it's, it's extremely high risk, extremely low reward. Like, it'd be cool, like, but we, I mean... We all know that if, let's say, the Astros pop off and and they go forty and twenty and dominate in the postseason, it, it, like no one's going to recognize it as as being valid, uh, and that's that's just sort of how it is. And yeah, when when they lose, they they lose in the first round to the Chicago White Sox because the White Sox <laughs> got hot for two games and they get swept in two games, and the Astros season's over because they're fucking yeah yeah. So, but I mean, I, I <coughs> excuse me, also found myself. Like on on Tuesday and Wednesday, doing the hot links and like getting into some of the game, some of the stats and stuff. I was like, oh, you know, this it's this is a fun little diversion, and that's that's really all we should that's really all we should sort of count on, um, or or that that that's our only expectation. So, yeah, anything that can pass the time is is welcome in my board. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I'm. All, I mean, I'm all for baseball and it, it happening, and then the Astros being good and all that. I'm just, yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna put any put any, any stock in it at all. Yeah, I'm not gonna hold out any hope whatsoever. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think that 
I think with them starting the season, like I, I like to I like to speak uh, hyperbolically. Now it's it's more fun to just everything's an absolute. <laughs> everything's an absolute. Everything's the worst or the best. It's just that's just the, it's all binary. Uh, yeah. But I, I think that they like if with this season starting, they they will finish it. Um, these athletes aren't. They're not dying from the virus. Basically, what's going to happen is just going to be a carousel. Oh, no. Juan Soto's got it. All right, he's down. A few other guys got it. And they just deal with it. And that's just – you just have to manage – you've got to manage COVID within your, within your organization. And, uh, and everything's going to be fine. I mean, because all these guys are – oh, what Russell Westbrook has it. Russell Westbrook's playing in the scrimmage tonight with the Rockets. I mean, it's just like – I, I don't think I, – I think it's dire, it's dire straits for the general public and for the older people. The, the players are going to be fine. They're, they're going to play the season. I, I think it's just – there's just so many variables that they should have just called it and, uh, we, and focused on, uh, you know, focused on next year. But I, I'm not going to – you know, with, with baseball starting, I'm not going to complain that it's happening. I'm, I'm, I'm glad it is. You know, we get two months. It's going to be – it is going to be fun if it all plays out like it's supposed to. This is, it's, so, it's so different that it, it could be fun. Yeah, and that's that's kind of how I'm trying to look at it too. Like, and I like, I guess like the new expanded postseason, like that's gonna be really stupid, stupid as hell, stupid like, as hell. I mean, part of the allure, and I think what what draws people to baseball is that there's only five teams from each league that make it, and and you you get a sense of like who is the absolute best of the best because you can't you can't fake it for 162 games and and luck your way into playoffs like that's that's just not something to do now well, and I, yeah i feel like you can't do it with 60 games either uh, truth be told uh, i just i don't think they set it up right i, I think if they if they did bye weeks like the nfl does for your for your best team in the league to where you're, the Astros, I mean, presumably I'm saying, saying that they're going to be the best team in the American League. They might not be. The Yankees are very good. Um, but that's a chance. If you if you had bye weeks and you don't have to play the fucking Toronto Blue Jays or the whoever, just whoever. I said the White Sox are. The White Sox are going to have a, a pretty good baseball team this year. <laughs> they're going to have yeah, no, gonna, I'm, but that's, kind of but that's actually it's, it's actually more it's actually more realistic of a matchup now that I say it. That that's a possibility, you know, a team like that. But like that, that the best of three, just uh, to go out like that, and you know it'll happen. Um, that sucks. But for, if you play on the Miami Marlins or the San Diego Padres, this this is going to be fun as hell. So for the sake of parity, and for teams like that 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 generally don't have a chance in a 162 game season. They do, and they have a chance to be in the playoffs to to play for it. And and that's it, any athlete. That's all they want is a chance. So there's some there's some fun with that. Uh, if we weren't fans of one of the one of the best teams in the league, it, it it would be. I think it'd be more of a brighter spot that we'd look at it like, oh hell yeah! If you're a Cincinnati Cincinnati Reds fan, you know there's some there actually is genuine optimism for this 60 game campaign. Yeah, and I think the, the, the really interesting wrinkle is that the top three seeds in each league get to pick their opponent. And that's, weird. A re- that's a really weird thing to do because, all right, so you're good enough to be one of the eight best teams. Right. But now, the te- let's, say, let's say it is the White Sox, and, and you have to choose between facing uh, the – What's a, who wouldn't be in the top? You have to choose between like the Indians, 
the White Sox or freaking Red Sox. I don't the know. Red Sox, yeah, the Red Sox are going to be a team like that, yeah. Well, whoever whoever you pick, they're going to be like, oh, you you yeah. you want automatic us? automatic chip on the shoulder right out the gate. Yeah, it's like oh well, oh oh okay. Well, fuck you. Now we're gonna. Yeah, now we're gonna take. We were, we were already gonna play hard, but now you think that we're you think we're the easy take? Yeah, it's yeah. But that that's kind of fun though. It's it's pretty. It's I I hate everything that Rob Manfred has tried to do to the game, uh, for the last. Which is nothing. To, nothing. He's trying to do the game is nothing. Ruin it. Nothing to help us. It's yeah. Fuck him. Fuck Rob Manfred. But yeah, go ahead. Sorry. It's, no, it's just it's just one of those things where you know it. it you might as well, and we've talked about this, like in a season like this, under conditions like this, you just, you get as weird as you possibly can. And nobody needs an asterisk because it's not like anyone's going to forget why 2020 only had 60 game regular season. Um, and so it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's different. It's, it, it'll be fun to have something to kind of look forward to or, you know, keep an eye on while you do something else. And one of my things that I liked doing last year was, was listening to the, like, like reading or, or doing, especially when my, if like if my wife wasn't home, like put the kid to bed, uh, lay on the couch, put Robert Ford and Steve Sparks on and, and read a little bit or, or work on something else and just have the game in the background. I, I actually yeah. really enjoy it. Um, I don't know. We'll see. It'll be, it'll be nice to have something going on, you know, cause I, I died with Leeds United uh, over the last couple of weeks. So, Congratulations. Um, yeah. That's going to be fun. Yeah, it's gonna be fun when we're winning seven nil. <laughs> well, we've got a uh, a, pot- a potential guest lined up uh, that we're gonna. Yeah, we talked about that. That's it'll be fun. Yeah, so we're we're not gonna announce it, but uh, there, I can't even a... talk trash. I can't even talk trash. It's not even fair. It's like I can't like. <laughs> it's like not. It's not fair for me. It's like it's bullying if I say anything. But it, yeah, it'll be fun. We can we can do some fun stuff with the premiership. But that's awesome, man. Like it, I can. I don't have anything to equate it to, but if I, if if my team was one of those like yeah, between the championship and the uh, Premier League, and got fucking promoted like and won the league like that, like that's it, it, it doesn't get much better than that, you know? That's well, what I mean. That's that's incredible. <laughs> the crazy thing was like, because I mean the the leads were they were six points clear with two games left, and even yeah. I was looking at goal differential, thinking like I don't know how, but they're gonna screw this they're up. They're gonna screw this up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And then the way it sort of worked out and the way that, like, the COVID restart, like, the second-place team was playing on Thursday, the third-place team was playing on Friday. And by the time those two games were over, like, they before they'd even played their – You had it. They'd already clinched the – not only just promote, like, but, like, guaranteed promotion one day. And then 24 hours later, like, guaranteed champions. Like, it, it was – Yeah. And then they beat Darby County like the next day, and like it was just it was just a week. It was just like four days of like waking up and and being like this this is incredible. This is amazing. When's the last time they were up in the Premiership? They got ever had they with since it's been the Premiership. Yeah, they were they were they were actually they got promoted the first year that the Premier League started. So like ninety two, yeah, and, and they made they went from uh, the Champions League semifinal to getting relegated in like three years so it was it was 2004 when they got relegated so it's been 16 years they've been in the premier league god yeah you know i, I was looking uh it, it was probably from what something you posted and we'll get back to baseball here in a second you fucking impatient bastards that are sitting here like well, i don't want well i don't know what leeds is i hate britain Shut we're probably not getting baseball actually <laughs> yeah we probably will just yeah we'll turn this into it actually let's turn this into a soccer podcast <laughs> 
called Rooney Time Time. Uh, it's so stupid. <laughs> we just we just sing songs. But uh, oh, no, I was looking at the I was looking at the uh, championship table, and almost almost all of the uh, almost all of the clubs, and not all of them because there's a few that I can think of that I haven't seen them. But all of those clubs I've recognized that have been up in the Premiership at one one time or another. Yeah, so there's some sort of you know just I mean you know from Blackburn and like just all all of those teams were up at some point, and I, I think that's that's cool that they have a, a pretty good crop in that second division. That it's like it's not like it's it's not like <laughs> it's not punk. It's it's pretty much the same sport. You don't you don't have yeah. the payrolls and you don't have the payrolls and the the glitz and the glamour. But the, those clubs can play and they can beat anybody in the world on you know, any given given time. So I think that that's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. All right, let's uh, – we can talk baseball. Um, okay. I have fan graphs, playoff odds pulled up right in front of me. Okay. All right, so they have the uh, Astros at uh, basically 36 and 24. You think that's right? Do you think that's too high? Do you think that's uh, – uh, that's, that's pretty dead on. I, 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 I have them winning – I have them winning – 40 you got them at 40? I, I, have a, I have a, four, a 40 and 20 is 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 right where they should be um and uh yeah I, I feel like they'll 20 games over is after two months is is from a team like this playing these teams I feel like that's where they should be but uh, that's probably a more that's a safe bet it's probably more of a yeah a safe play I mean it's gonna be right in there 30 35 between between 35 and 45 you know the crazy thing is how many teams are projected to be in that 30 to 35 win <clears throat> total. And, you know, you have one series against the team, you know, that's, that's two games ahead of you and you pop off for three straight wins. You know, that, that changes, that changes a lot. So, um, you know, it, it does, it does actually make, it makes, it makes things more interesting just from a stand. like every game really does matter more. Yeah. If, if every game percentage percentage wise, if you're playing the equivalent of like two and a half games, every single game, you know, the, the, where you sort of count on separation coming you know, later in the year, like you don't, you don't, it, it removes that automatic just separate. Now a team comes out and starts off like one in 13, like you're done. Right. Like and, that's and conversely, conversely, if you start out, you know, the opposite, you can, you know, almost you start out fifteen and one and something like that, and the and the, the division is kind of a little bit slow behind you. You can almost coast your way into the rest of the year uh, yeah. just off that start. But like that's how, but that's how, that's how slippery the slope is. And I, I think that's what's fun about it, but also what's terrifying because if you, it's just all based on what your team comes out and does. <laughs> yeah, if, if, you know, Bregman can't hit, and you're sitting there and. It's taken you know too long for uh, for Jordan Alvarez, who we got good news at least he's alive and not had, had <laughs> not not an amputee or whatever we thought for in a shipping container like headed to the South China Sea. I still I still feel like it's going to be a, a minute before uh, he's ready to play because they're sending him to Corpus. But that's at least hey, yeah. you know what all I need is a, a just a glim a glimmer of light there because it was it was completely dark and yes. uh, and we've learned you know, the past few days that Dusty Baker. Uh, likes the uh, to operate under the clandestine shadows. He doesn't like to reveal anything, which I, I totally get. But like we yeah, don't, 
you know, we didn't get comments about it. It was just like, uh, people are people yelling at Chandler Rome, like, do your job, you fucking piece of shit. Tell us what he's doing. He's like, I've asked about, you don't think I've asked about the knee? Like, We've asked about it. They don't say anything. <laughs> and we're just like, fuck you, Chandler Rome, you idiot. <laughs> just lighten, lighten, lighten him up with whatever he does, but what are you going to do? <laughs> It's like the day you gotta you gotta pick who you're gonna who you're gonna bully today, McTaggart or Chandler Rome. <laughs> both both tweeting stuff. different stuff. Both everybody's equally as angry at him. Just and tweet Sean Salisbury for no reason at all, just to be like, "Hey, punk! Like, why don't you do something one time?" And he's like, "What? What? Why? Why?" Would you, why? Um, okay, Sean. so they have the Astros making the playoffs by whichever fashion you can now make the playoffs at 93.3%, uh, which is the exact same as the Yankees and only trails the Dodgers. The Dodgers are 95.9% to make the playoffs. The, the that's, Astros uh, still – That's low. That's, that seems low. With this scenario, an expanded playoff with the – I mean, they – I mean, barring just disaster, there's no way they're not in the, in in this postseason in one way, in one form or another. There's just no way. The only <laughs> thing that concerns me is the bullpen. I am I'm official for the first time in a while. I'm I'm worried about the bullpen. It, it's not. I'm not. I don't know if I'm worried about it, I, but it's not. It, it's not great. I, you know, it, it doesn't have it doesn't have the depth, but you still have. Uh, well, so I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Osuna is available, and he might even be he might even pitch tonight. And I, feel, I have a feeling he's ready. And the way Dusty's been hanging handling that, but um, he'll he'll show up in a in glasses and a mustache, just in some sort of weird <laughs> for no reason. Everybody's like, we you don't we know who you are. You have your jersey on. You have your last <laughs> names on the back. You don't. He's got like the you just sneaking around like yeah we know it's you like you don't have to you don't have to wear the glasses in the nose buddy we know it's you buddy um uh so, so yeah i with with him with him back that really bolsters the, the back end ryan presley looks really really good against i mean against the kansas city royals uh but he was dialed in davinsky looked really good and if you get if you get devo back to where he was in 2017 or before you know prior to the 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 postseason, the World Series, um, yeah. and you, where he was, where he was like hovering around elite setup guy type stuff, and you push that, you have, you get that arm there. I, I think that that that, that changes things. Uh, and, and you have, I mean, there's there's just some wild cards in there, in in the, in the bullpen that you just don't know about. But I don't. It's not weak or anything. It's not weak. <clears throat> well, we don't. We, we don't know. It's strong on the. It's strong on the back end. So I mean, if we're talking middle relief, I mean that's a shit show for everybody. Yeah, that's a good point. But and I'm really interested to see like guys like Christian Javier, and I freaking yes. love Christian Javier, and in Absolutely. no And and so there, I wonder if there's going to be sense of uh, well, these these dudes are so young. They were maybe at Double A last year. And, and now they're pitching in front of no fans against, you know, the, the Giants one night. You know, just seeing what they can do. And they don't and, have the leeway with this season. That's where, that's where, like, that's where you get, like, this, where it's like a fine line. Like, the, and, and, and they alluded to this. I don't know if, I don't know if it was the, it, it might have been, it might have been one of the, uh, it must have been, the, it was probably the Dodgers and, uh, I don't remember what game it was, but one of the, one of the broadcasters, 
in some game I've watched, and, and it has to be one of three games, but because of the only <laughs> ones that have happened. But was was talking about how that that could be super beneficial for you know a young guy. I think it might have been the Kansas City, those Kansas City bozos. Um, it doesn't matter who said it. Now I'm going on way too long about who said this, but. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, just they talked about how like for you know for a rookie it was the it, okay I'm gonna confirm it. Let's just say this: it is confirmed. It was the Kansas City broadcasters that said this. They were talking about just how it could benefit a rookie when you don't have the the crowd to uh, you know to to add that extra pressure and put that extra weight on your shoulders. That go out there with no crowd and and you know you don't have fifty thousand people watching you. You could just go and play baseball and kind of settle into it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, with, with but with no leeway and every game being crucial, you can't you can't play with it like you could with 162 games where you're, you know, your dog days of summer, August, September. You will literally take anybody you can to come in and get a spot start and fill some time and get some guys some rest. And you're just trying to you're just trying to manage manage the bodies and, and keep people healthy. So everybody yeah. you have you can play. You can't do that with this, which makes it crucial. But it. I think that's one of the main reasons that Forrest Whitley isn't on this baseball team. How do you feel? <clears throat> how do you feel about Forrest Whitley? Are you done with Forrest Whitley? How no, no, I'm. No, I'm not done, and I don't think the. I don't think the. Uh, I don't think the team is either. I. He's still. He, he's still right there. I don't know. I don't know what's off with him. The stuff's there. Everything's there. He can, just, he can just never put it together at one time. And you'll see flashes, and then he'll get rocked. So, I mean, it's, I feel like it's something that's fixable. I, I don't know. I, I have it's telling that he isn't on this team but based on where they're sitting with some, with some injuries and stuff. So, I mean, I think that is telling, especially with no minor league. It's not like they're saying, hey, go get some experience and go pitch in the minor leagues and, and get some innings. That's not, that's not the case. Yeah. Go work on your secondary stuff. Um, last year I, I put something up on, on the blog and I was just, I was, I wasn't trying to like, it, it wasn't like I was like sneakily breaking news, but it was sort of like a, like recapping Forrest Whitley. And he came to spring training in 2018 and they intentionally like basically put him to Verlander and they're like, learn from him. And yeah. Verlander you know, apparently like took an interest in Whitley and and then it, it worked out to where he didn't make the team out of spring training. And my thing, like, he, he, he set himself up where he's like, he's BFFs with Verlander, doesn't make the team, gets sent to Round Rock, and just, like, loses interest. And he's he, he butthurt, pissed off, and, and that showed in, in some of his outings. And I heard from a couple of different people who would know, they were like, yeah, that's pretty much exactly what happened. So I really do think that for Whitley, it's it's a mental it's a mental game. It's not like he's it's not like his stuff isn't breaking the same. He's not secretly hurt. Right. Um, he's just had some pretty big road bumps that I think uh, he's one of those guys where things spiral. Where <clears throat> I, I don't know if it's maturity or experience. Where you give up a home run. I mean, how many times do we see Verlander give up a solo home run and then strike out the next two guys? Well, Whitley's not there. So he'll give up a home run and then get pissed off and then give up a double and then walk a guy and then hit another well, guy. Well, I mean, yeah, but that's up to management. I mean, that's up to that's up to the manager and and the uh, the staff to to control that. But yeah, I, I get I get what you're saying, and like that's, I mean, that could be it because I mean I, I've seen him pitch where he 
he looked where you're like, yeah, this guy can absolutely be dominant. He's got all the, all the pieces there. But I mean, if you can't, I mean, if you're a head case and I'm not calling him a head case, but I'm saying if you, if you're just, if as a pitcher, like if you aren't as confident as a, uh, you know, as a, as a Lance McCullers, if you're not a killer and going out there and like, you're the best fucking pitcher on earth. I dare any of these people to hit me, whether that's true or not. But if you don't have that mentality and you're wavering, like you're going to get fucking lit up. These are the best hitters in the world. Yeah. You're going to, you're going to get lit up and you're going to get lit up anyway. <laughs> it's yeah. already, you're already up against it. So like, I feel like the experience at the, at the highest level on the, on the Astros, um, him having, you know, going seven strong and, and just dominating and like, just being like, okay, I can do it at this level. I think that's what it's going to take to get that switch. And you're not going to find out otherwise until he gets that yeah. chance. Yeah. Or, or maybe he goes like, you know, his first, let's, let's say something happened where, you know, he ends up on the, on the 30 man and he gets a start and he, he just he, like, he gets to 110 pitches, but he, it's only like five innings, but he's still limited. You know, it's, it's, you know, maybe five or six hits, you know, one or two runs, a few walks, but you know, it, yeah, it's doing his job. Yeah. Just, just maintaining <clears throat> that could, that could pay dividends as well. It's that short pass mentality. Like if you've got a quarterback that's struggling, you know, you, you give him a few short passes, get some completions, and it gets his confidence up. And, and then the next thing you know, you know, he is giving you six or seven, you know, decent, solid, quality starts, you know, every every time he goes out. Yeah, I mean, and that's – I mean, it's already tough because you for, – for a guy like that who's been probably overwhelmingly the best baseball player <clears throat> on every level he's ever played at on every single field, every single time, being the best, 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 best – and to kind of just have a few couple of falls from grace and not, and not really, it's not really a fall from grace to not make the team at a certain time, especially a, a team that loaded like the Astros. Like uh, I don't think it was any indictment on him when he didn't make the team that, that, that year. Uh, yeah. He did have some rough outings after that. So it's been rough uh, since that, but um, yeah, to, with, you're going to have a giant ego and it's no fault to your own. You've been the best. You're dominant. I'm the best. I'm the alpha. I'm the guy that nobody can touch me. And then all of a sudden you're like, you're not even on the team. You're like, what? Like that's got to throw you into spirals. And I know, and I know they have psychologists and whatever They have all sorts of some therapy. They have to go to, they have to go to baseball therapy, (laughs) which they, they all should. They honestly all should. Everybody should just, go to therapy in general everybody should yeah every single person on earth should should have a therapist but that's neither here nor there um but yeah that's i think that's a the baseball ego is already it's already fragile and but yeah to be like the best all the time and then to just kind of like feel like you're he's wavering in the minors like that's gonna it's gonna piss off your your, like the the bad part of your ego but you're also gonna be like can i real the real questioning stuff can i do it at this level am i as good as i thought i was is my dream real like it it puts everything into uh into question and it's it's, yes tumultuous so are were there any other surprises like from the 30-minute roster i mean i know like i mean not like why not 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 to the point of like i can't believe they didn't put brandon belak on it and brandon bailey got it instead like i mean but a team like this there's not really a ton of surprises right Right. Um, there were a bunch of surprises in that I didn't know half of the players that were they were up playing with. The team. <laughs> and, and I, you know, I, I do try to keep up with it. You know, I, I, I do know who's in the pipeline. I was like, who the fuck is this guy? 
and then he hits like a three-run home run. I'm like, okay, that's that's pretty tight. Yeah, that's pretty tight. Shout out to you guys. Um, no, I mean, there, there's no surprises. Uh, I'm interested to see how how Tucker's used. Yeah. Be, I, I mean, I still I still trust I still I do I do trust Reddick. I don't know. He's had a he has a weird relationship with the with the fan base. We're all just kind of ready, ready for him to move on, but. He's so fucking good in the outfield, and like he's he's a guy you he's a guy you can trust. Like it's not it's not you know what I mean. Like I don't know where we all went awry with Reddick. I don't. Uh, even- all he do, all he does is make plays and, and and come up in big spots in the postseason and come through for us and and made incredible catches. Like I, he's I mean he's everything you could ask for in a right fielder. I don't know what I don't know what our problem was. <laughs> I don't, I don't, and I, and maybe that has more to do with, with Kyle Tucker than it does <clears throat> actually with Reddick. Um, True. But, and, and he really getting, making a lot of money too, but um, that's not, that's not our issue. Yeah, it's not. It, yeah, it's not. I literally, it does not matter how much uh, they get paid because it doesn't have any impact on us really. Um, but yeah, that's a good question. Because I, I, he does, I mean, he's a, a fantastic defensive outfielder. And it's not like if if the Astros don't have Reddick hitting two ninety three hundred, then they're in trouble. Um, I mean, they don't. Yeah, it's he. I mean, he could he could hit. He could never get a hit, and it and it would not overall affect. I mean, yeah, it would affect some innings, and there would not people wouldn't be thrilled with it. But it really wouldn't affect the the, the power of the offense. It wouldn't do anything. Yeah. I mean, there's, I, most teams in the league have holes in their lineup. They have the eight hitter. They have a nine hitter. I mean, like, you know, the National League just now got their DH. But, like, there's there's holes in these lineups. We, we've been spoiled where yeah. one through nine has been an absolute fucking terror to deal with. So, uh, yeah. yeah. And I he's, think it's interesting. And, and, speak, and just going back to Jordan for a second, I think it's interesting that you know, the, there were three guys mainly that, that there were just no updates, and it was oh, not good. Hold oh, on, hold we. on. Yeah, the the, the powers the power went out. <laughs> Are you there? Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm in, a, I'm in a blackout, and it's very terrifying. It's scary in here. I think. Uh, yeah, we're still recording. So it was. Oh, it was back on. Yeah, no, it, it, I'm. I'm. On, I'm doing it on my phone. Okay, it came back on. Whew, I'm so, I was scared for a second. <laughs> it was Jordan. Uh, Urquidy and CNL Perez that there were just like no updates and I think we're all of course yeah. assuming that they were COVID positive but what if it was like they weren't yeah. able to get into the United States because CNL Perez and Jordan of course the dogs are going nuts um Jordan and CNL Perez are Cuban Urquidy's from Mexico like what if yeah. they just get back into the U.S. and that was the issue I thought that was I thought that was Os- I thought that was Os- I thought that was a thing with Osuna that he was he, he was that he was in Mexico for a while. I, I think I think it's all the above. I, with, with Jordan, I, I think there's some knee, lingering knee issues. I yep. think that he he had COVID as well. I, I think it's – and also I think that we are speculating, and that's exactly what Dusty Baker wanted us and wanted opponents to be doing, that we don't – we have no fucking idea what happened, and, <laughs> and we're never going to get answers on that, so – and I and I, I was, almost I do respect that I do I, I do respect that but yeah that I think I think that's something to do with it. I was worried uh, that it travel was bans like, travel restrictions. It was going to be like a Carlos Hernandez situation where it was just like man he was incredible for a year and and we never heard from him again. Yeah, that's what that's what it felt like. It was just like this is 
he's your reigning rookie of the year. He's a guy we expected to be hitting cleanup in this lineup and, and to be come in and be a huge contributor. And obviously we're just we, we're not even just getting updates. And we are not allowed to comment at uh, at his status at this time. It's like okay, so that that was like okay, well, yeah, he's got he's got COVID. Okay, yeah, cool. and it, but it all makes sense. Like but just just but but no further updates, nothing else. And then you tack on the weird Egyptian looking guy, and uh, and Arkady as well. Arkady as well. Just like I, I think there's some. I think that I think you're right. I think there's probably something to that with the with the travel, and, and it, it could it, or all of the above. I don't know. Could, I honestly don't know. You couldn't give an. It's not like you could come out and say like, "Well, <clears throat> like they're not allowed to come back in because then it it turns into like you're commenting on on the government and the government's handling of COVID." And so it's way easier. It's way easier and less controversial just to just not say anything than to be like, "Look, we're trying to get him here, but the freaking government won't let him come." Um, or you know the you know he's Jordan Alvarez is now 155 pounds and uh, that obviously things aren't good but it it just makes it it makes way more sense just to not say anything. Yeah, for sure. And all I mean honestly, yeah, I mean it's not like you can't you can't have high hopes for uh, getting uh, somebody who did test positive for COVID to come from Cuba to come back a, a COVID positive Cuban to get in this country. <laughs> I don't think any, anybody's fucking. They're not opening the fucking the airports for that. Yeah, they'll be like, no, you obviously you can't come in. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely yeah. not. Yeah, under, under under no circumstances. In fact, we're gonna need fourteen consecutive negative tests <laughs> results for us to even consider allowing you in. Right. It's like, yeah, you, good luck. Good luck with that. So uh, yeah, that, that probably has something to do with it. Uh. But yeah, I, I think he's had COVID, and he hasn't been able to work out like he he should. And he's pro- he's not in he's not in game shape, and that's why he's heading down to Corpus to 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 get to get acclimated and uh, get as much spring training summer camp. I hated that they adapted that, and it, like even on ES like the apps, they had games going on, and it just says summer camp. I'm like, so fucking summer camp? Are they fucking? <laughs> <laughs> they play and capture the flag against the, the the rival camp across the lake. They fuck. I mean, what are we doing? Talking about ca- summer camp? I would absolutely. Watch, I would absolutely watch major league players play capture the flag. Like that would be. I would tune in. For I, I I loved capture the flag. That was one. That was like the uh, that was like the legal version of smear the queer. Can't say that. Sorry. <laughs> I was. And I, I was, and I apologize for ever for saying that that uh to ever play in that game and not realizing what it was at the time i'm sorry it was a different time my no, apologies it's so funny i was because I, I was a, i was the queer a lot of the time i was i had i was the queer a lot of time they were, trying to, they were trying to smear me and it's like you know it's so i mean i can relate to that so my bad on that how many like r- just horribly insensitive things that we we said and did uh do you, I, I remember telling like challenger jokes like jokes about the challenger disaster and be like why didn't someone just knock me out? And you don't remember challenger jokes? I'm okay, thank you. Um, yeah, the original 9-11 jokes. Yeah, they're great. I loved them. <laughs> it was, and, but like now looking back, being like, thank God there weren't, I mean, I was like seven. My wife is appalled with me right now. Um, I, you see, I don't remember. I, yeah, I was, I was too young. But, but people recalled that day like I did 
Yeah, watching it. People were just like, I can't imagine people being in, in school and you're excited to watch the space shuttle and watch that thing blow up. Like, that's a fucking, that was, that's oh, like, oh, I was, I was in like, uh, <laughs> I was in like kindergarten or first grade and they wheeled a TV in and that's we were like, process that at that age though. Like, you can't, we're like, like, is that supposed to happen? They're like, uh, no. And they turned the TVs off real quick and it was, yeah, it was, it was bad. And but then, then, yeah, then you're then you're at recess nope. playing Foursquare and you you forgot about it. But like, yeah, it's just weird. Yeah. So you uh, so you so hold on, finish your tell us your space shuttle joke. Come on, I thought you were gonna tell us a challenger joke. No, I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm not doing a challenger joke. I'm not doing. Oh, it. I thought you were gonna do. I thought you had a whole bit worked up that you've been working on. <laughs> you don't. You don't. You don't have a whole challenger bit. Not that, that somehow it's also a 9/11 joke. You don't have that. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> we'll save that for another. Uh, we'll okay, save that. Yeah. For I was like, I was very, I was very interested to see how you can tie it all together. Uh, there's no, there's no tying it together like and at all. Yeah, it's Space Force. It's Space Force. That's how we got Space Force. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good idea. Um, no, I'm not gonna, not gonna do any challenger jokes. But I'm curious, like for people that have that have somehow made it through us talking about Jordan and Leeds United and the Premier League and the Championship. Um, if anyone still actually listens, like, do you remember challenger jokes? I, I I'm just don't say them, but I'm just curious if people. Yeah, don't, yeah, don't say them because apparently that's the one thing that can get you. you we we'll talk about cancel culture. Don't talk about a space show that blew up. That's one thing that we don't we don't tolerate. Have, we don't tolerate that. I am absolutely not getting fired over something that happened, like some jokes I made when I was like seven or eight, 30 something years ago. Yeah, I say, I say so many terrible things, talking about super devils and fucking sex prisons and all this stuff. <laughs> it, would be, it, would be, it would be just chef's kiss for me to get canceled for making a joke about a space shuttle. <laughs> it's like, okay, this thing, I'm, 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 I'm talking about real hell demons, uh, sexual assault, ter just terrible, just terrible stuff. And we're gonna talk about, we're gonna talk about the, the space, okay. And what's nope. bad is I have a very hilarious challenge joke that I just came up with, and I'm not going to say it. But then it's, <laughs> it's 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 hit me right. I just it's hitting it's it's hitting me in the feels that I can't say it. I'm not going, but I'm not going to. Uh, all right, before we close out, Lance yeah. McCullough Jr. looked very sharp. I expect him to be dominant. I really do expect him to be dominant this year. He's got the hunger and he's got the goods. I was saying uh, when I do you still go on the game? In in Acadiana, Lafayette's number one. Leading oh no, no, no! I went rogue one time. That I was just I was getting. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting. It wasn't. It, it's different. It's a different show. You know. It's not. Uh, yeah. It's not Alan. It's not Alan Michaels. So uh, yeah, so the, I, uh, yeah. There was there was one day where I was just giving them just the fucking worst answers, and they were just terrible, <laughs> and they weren't getting it, and they were all mad. They're like, "Man, you're in a bad mood this morning." I was like, "Yeah, I am in a bad mood. It's fucking six fifteen. <laughs> Uh, I woke up to get on the radio with fucking you. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm in a bit terrible mood. <laughs> Awful so mood. I, what do y'all want? I, I was saying you cannot expect to replace Garrett Cole, but but obviously you don't have to worry about Lance's innings limit now because he's only you, – you, you know he's only going to make 12 starts. So he's sort of made things a little bit easier as far as, you know, how much of a leash does he have every start. But if he can give you – if he can get anywhere close to what Garrett Cole pr uh, provided, then then it's 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 a win. Well, it's gonna be great. Oh, I mean, yeah, because that he's one of the best pitchers in the entire league. I mean, yeah, he's, you know, and I, he's been trying. He's been aiming for that, and I think that that being able. 
to watch Verlander, to watch Garrett Cole, to work under Brent Strom. And I know he didn't pitch last year, but he was with the team. Like he has, that has to have changed his mentality and basically to have been given a, a rehab gift of an extremely short season. Like it's only going to, it's only going to benefit. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I completely agree. And I also, I, I, I like Dusty Baker putting them in that. And, and I don't, I don't think it was dethroning Granky as the number two starter, but I like him in that number two slot. Uh, I think people are reading too much into it. Like, Oh, he's the number two starter. No, he's, he's starting the second game, but I think they're just, uh, they're, they're, he's, you know, that's just, that's just strategy. But and there was um, the, the reason that Grinky and I actually I I would prefer Grinky in between McCullers I, and I would and I would Berlin. too I would Just too the change, the change yeah. of velocity and the change yeah, of stuff I would, I would yeah but the reason that Grinky's starting the third game it has to do with when their tests were delayed and they got him off schedule and they want to make yeah. sure that he was comfortable so it's not an indictment on Grinky it's a this this delay happened like three weeks ago and we're not going to, we're not going to change his schedule because of starting the second or the third game starting on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, Everything's already so fucked that you can't, yeah, there's no, I mean, yeah, we're already, it's already dicey. You can't, you don't want to start rescheduling what we're already dealing with. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I completely get that. You know, guys like Zach Greinke's going to be even more valuable in a season like this. Cause this is when you want a guy like that. A, guy, a yeah. veteran that's, that, that knows who they are, know what they're doing, knows their approach. Um, and, and Verlander as well. Verlander's got, you know, the still throws hard. But guys like that that are just about their business every time, yeah, there might be some bumps in the road, stuff goes down. But you know, you know what you're going to get from them. That's, I mean, that's, that's as good as aces. Uh, yeah, and, and it gives you more time because you don't have to worry. You, at this point, you probably don't even have to worry about McCullough's preparation. So you, if you're no, you should never have to worry about him. That that's one thing you don't have to worry. That guy, fucking, uh, I mean, he's 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 cut from the same cloth Bregman is. Just hyper competitive, hyper competitive. Knows he's got the stuff. Knows he's got knows he's got the goods and wants to go out there and prove it. And like I, that's all you can ask for. I mean, I can't. I, I, I think I think I think he's got the the perfect combination. And and I've said on this podcast for in the last few years that I think Lance McCullers has a plus plus stuff and the potential to be the best pitcher in the league. If it's all put together at one time and, and with combination of competitiveness, uh, mental fortitude, and then also stuff and uh, ability and, you know, wanting to change in and adapt. I, I think he's, if it's all put together, I think Lance McCullers could, could be the, the premier pitcher in the league. I, and I still, I still believe that even post Tommy John. Yeah, no, I, I, I 100% agree. We need to get All right. Yeah. And then, okay. And then, uh, yeah. Offensive wise, George Springer swinging the bat good. I mean, I feel like he's gonna, he's on a mission. You know, with the with the contract looming, and uh, Mookie Betts getting paid. I think that he's gonna. Not that he wouldn't be on a mission anyway. These guys all play one way. So I mean, I don't yeah. know. Just we're just. It's just a reason to bring it up. Uh, yeah. Uh, besides that, he's gonna be good. That's great. The Astros are fucking the best team in the league. They they are the the best team in the league. I don't care. The Dodgers are good. The Dodgers are very good. The Yankees are very good. That's it. Those three. So you're saying forty and twenty? Uh, yeah. I, I, I and I would and that's even on my low end. I'd I'd like to see them and between forty and forty five. Truth, truth be told, 
I I'm think that's more. I think that's more representative of how talented they are, top to bottom as as a baseball team, and and then also playing, you know, teams in the in the West on in both leagues. I think that that's, I, it's going to be difficult. It's very hard to do, but I th- I think that's well in the uh, in the realm of possibility. I I'm going to go 37 and 23. That's a good one. No. Uh, and that's that's going to. But they I think they they win the division by by two or three games. Um, and then freaking who knows what happens in the, in the postseason. Yeah. I mean, it'll be fun. Um, finally the angels will get to get in at fucking, <laughs> yeah, they're, 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 they're one game under 500 team. will finally get in <laughs> Mike, and Mike Trout the postseason, the games will be rigged and whoever plays them in the first round, which will be us somehow. And we'll yep. lose because it's Mike Trout's got to have a chance at a world series. Cause Actually, no, that's not true because they, they, they don't know who Mike Trout is and they don't know how to manage him or do anything uh, marketing-wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was – there was one thing before we get out of here. Oh, uh, did you happen to, uh, to hear the, uh, the interview with, uh, with Matt Chapman? No, I heard, I heard good thing. I heard that, like, ESPN was trying to bait him into saying something. Go, go to him so bad and all, and all he did was, yeah, just – kept doubling in about yeah you don't just talking about how talented the Astros are and how you don't have to we all know how good these guys are and like they're ridiculous and like which is all which is all the truth it's all the truth to anybody that doesn't think that is it's crazy but yeah yeah it was ESPN was just and and yeah I was I was off put by it because it was Carl Ravitch and he's usually pretty uh I like I like Carl Ravitch I, I do too and I feel I feel like just it's it's been feeding season on the Astros from the from the, the from Manfred and the major and the, the league itself to these fucking reporters and now like these commentators and, and players on other teams it's like everybody feels like they can just use them to uh bolster themselves up and it's just fucking it's just so old I'm just so sick of the battle I'm just like oh let's just play baseball at this point baseball at this point, trying to talk, I mean, trying to incite controversy, like, you're just buying followers at this point. Like, that's, that's all you're doing. But, like, like did, you, but, did you see all the, all the articles that came out after like, those two, those two hit batsmen in the, in the Kansas City game that were – there was – I mean, like, the, the, I, I understand what they're doing. I get it. I, I know the game. But I, I don't respect it. Those I mean, yeah. And ESPN with those headlines. Like, I, I watched it. I mean, did you fucking – Oh, oh, fucking a, a change up and a two one count was that fucking? In, oh yeah. Oh, heads are gonna With roll in Houston. We're, we're good. they're getting they're getting their punishment, and uh, and, and it was funny. I mean, it, but it did, it didn't matter that they scored runs every time, and then they won. They scored fifteen runs in that game. Like <laughs> it was clear, concise. Um, you know, malintent, and that's it's just. I mean, that, I, that's to be expected, I guess, from this stuff. But that, that's just like. Come on, man. If you, how could you even come to that conclusion watching it? And like, so I, I feel like that they're, they're either not doing their due diligence, which is indicative of every reporter on earth right now. Yeah. Just, oh, I got a story. Oh, they got hit. Okay, let's run it. Oh, Astros. Oh, yeah. They're plunking them. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's hunting season, you know, and <laughs> or, or they are, watch the game and they know very well that those weren't intended beanballs and they, and they just wanted to paint this narrative because they have nothing else to write about and that's what they did and that's even well, that's even fucking worse that's even worse it's worse and it's clicks. at this point you know you're gonna get clicks and you know you're gonna get people talking about your article and it doesn't matter 
if you're getting called out for complete BS, people are talking you about can't, your because you can't prove you can't prove it. You can't say you can just be like, yeah, well, maybe they were, yeah, that what what, what did Colin McHugh say, whatever Colin McHugh, yeah, Colin McHugh said like, oh, they were trying to disguise it, and he did it in the uh, on the tweet. He did it in the um, when you alternate the lowercase and the capital, like, <laughs> oh, they're trying to disguise it, like, but you can't you can't prove somebody wrong, so they could come out and have it write this whole op-ed on on how it was payback and it was, you know, Bregman out on Tuve or whatever. And it's just, it's just so stupid. Yeah. If you could, I feel like as soon as the season started ramping back up, you could just feel like, Oh, we didn't forget about you Astros. We're still here to torment you. It's just, it's, it's just old. And I feel like the world we live in three months after <laughs> the uh the covid thing started it's just like yeah i don't have to, i don't have time for any of any of that bullshit yeah for sure you know what i mean all right so that's all i got the astros are still going to win this world series um even though they got to beat the entire american league to do it <laughs> what, what, what if they got to pick their opponent and they got to pick any any team the, I mean, they the, and, they, and they picked the rangers just out of just for the fuck of it I mean, it was incredible and we <laughs> And we get we got their if we if we beat them we get their stadium. It's like the old it's like the old, it's like it's, it's like Fast and the Furious pink slip rules. Yeah, we get your stadium, buddy. Sorry. All right. Uh, shout out to the Astros. We're the, they're the best, and y'all are the worst. And uh, also the, the challenger, more like challenged. Oh, we back. <laughs>